0: Alright, playboys and playgirls, now that the hot boy, hot girl summer is over, and y'all know it's the, we're going into the fall, and y'all are going to need new backpacks for school, work, and yes, even the gym. So I, we have partnered with Muslim Backpacks in order to give you guys a new backpack that can actually be styled into three ways. It can be carried as a regular backpack, a duffel, or even guess what? You guessed it, a gym bag. And with our discount code WRYH10, you can receive 10% off of your first purchase when you head over to Muzum, that's M-U-Z-M-M-Badpacks.com, and make your first purchase. Once again, that's M-U-Z-M-M-Badpacks.com. Let us know that Lonnie and Marla sent you. Now let's get into it. that some of y'all have. Um, However, I personally know he's following me back. Uh Anywho! (laughs) Hello, Mm -hmm. ladies and germs. I'm sorry to take y'all on a journey with my vocal ability. Um, A lot of you are mad that I actually went into song. (laughs) Um, And I'm so apologetic to your earbuds this morning. Um. However, I unapologetically don't give a shit. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yes, God. Yes, ma'am. Um. Welcome to uh. um, uh, How do I put this properly? Um. The it is. I called it a walk of shame on so many occasions. Mm. Mm -hmm. But um, we're gonna call it the reflection this week. Okay. We're gonna call it the man, woman, um, they. Them in the mirror. Uh-huh. We're going to do that this week. Okay. Um, This is a show that every week, just like this week, y'all make me question and I still don't have the answer for said question at hand. Who what raised you host? Yes, welcome back. Come on in. Sat down. And I know one damn thing. I know you ain't walked into my motherfucking house with your damn shoes on. You got me motherfucking twisted out this bitch. Unless your feet smell like <clears throat> chips. Keep them up Leaf <laughs> Foot powder is available everywhere Hello. Get it together Hello. Get new socks Let's move on mm-hmm. um, So this week It was a little, little Weekly recap It was a little challenging for me mm-hmm. um, But I'm back mm-hmm. Y'all followed me back And we're here we're queer, some of us, some of us, but we're here to do another show. Um, this week on an installment, I like to call um, "White Get Up Flush," better known as "Scroll On." Scroll the hell on. Um, you can't feel your legs already, mm. so why are you still there? Get up, get your ass up, child. <laughs> Anywho, um, what we got? I think I wanted to start with, um, Marlon had actually a good rant. He wanted to hold it for another episode, mm. but I think you should go into scroll on with this first. Oh gosh. Trigger alert, bitch. No. That's
1: what we're going to start calling it, trigger alert. Listen, because y'all know, it don't take much sometimes. So there is a meme floating about the Twitterverse. Instagram verse. It's on Instagram now too? Yep. I saw it. Great. So everywhere. Who knows? It might be on Facebook somewhere too, but I don't really check with Facebook that much. Yeah. No, don't worry. So there's a meme. And it has six photos.
0: Six. Two no. rows,
1: top and bottom. <laughs> no the point intended. Exactly. No point intended. The irony of that. <laughs> And on the top, there are three photos of three men. Ooh, excuse me, and you know, a jock strap with his ass out. One is bent over in some cute type Inspiration. You know. Inspiration. And then the bottom are three
0: married couples. Happily, you know happily
1: married couples. Well.
0: Well, you know, portraits, let's all go back to this. When you guys do couple goals, I want you all to understand you are looking at a portrait. You don't know the backstory of the couple you're looking at.
1: Exactly. Continue. So the meme says on the top, if you are a man like this, and then the bottom says, don't expect a man like this. Sis, who lied to you? the first time I saw it, I paid it. Mm-hmm, hmm hmm So I was like, I'm not gonna be doing all this with y'all. This is dumb. It's stupid. There are several things wrong with this whole situation. But then I saw it again and I could not hold it. I said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm about to let y'all have it. Okay. Let's stop acting like in order to get the perfect man, which already is non-existent in order to get that ring, in order to walk down that aisle that you have to be this blushing pure white <laughs> untouched um, whatever to get that man Let's not act like we ain't all been thotting and bopping at some point in our lives. Let's not act like we're not out here looking for the big freaks to be the big husbands. Let's not act like we don't enjoy seeing the ass, the clash, the dick prints. Let's not act like we don't glorify um, great sweatpants season. Let's not act like... Fun time. Let's not act like... Half of y'all are not getting married for security. Let's not act like Uh-oh. people are getting married, get married, and then end up getting divorced because they can't sustain that type of relationship. Let's not act like the truth comes out. We are cishead men and women out in these streets living, trying to live up to this standard of purity. Let's not act like. We don't like to fuck and we don't like to look at attractive men scantily clad. Let's not act like the people that are married and happily married relationships are not the same people that were on the top row. Period. Let's not act like that. Like I want everybody to just stop. Stop pushing this... Prude narrative. Pure, prude, cishet head
0: heteronormative, patriarchal bullshit. Like, let's just not fucking do it. First of all, let's be perfectly motherfucking clear about one thing. Nine times out of ten, I already was attracted to you when I saw that dick. Thank you. I was attracted to you when I saw that print in them gray sweatpants. Thank you. I was already here for it. All of it. So, I don't know why, and a lot of us have this concept in our heads that the person that we're supposed to be with is this prude person that's never been with anybody. They've never done... Like, you're the first everything for them. Um, I don't know who sold you this lovely fairy tale that you have held on (laughs) to all the way into your adult life, but I'm so sorry to inform you how small the world actually is. Uh Nine times out of ten, the person that you're going after or lust after has already... And I do mean already been with someone you know or has tried to talk to someone you know while we're here let's take a journey because <laughs> I used to be that person but I hate that person now mm. don't be the bitch that's like oh I used to talk to him or I used to know him well sis did it work for you if the answer to that question is no no let them be happy in peace. That's it. That's just what it requires. Yes, we all get envious, especially when we see two people that possibly didn't work with either, with, your, with you. Right. If you see them together, girl, so be it. Go be happy. I don't give a fuck. Pay it. Pay hey, it. That, listen, we oftentimes miss God's protection with rejection.
1: Woo-hoo.
0: Wait a minute. Hold on. Run that cassette back, say that one more time. What happened? We often miss God's protection with rejection. Wow. Meaning, <laughs> oh, okay. Meaning, sometimes the person that we want so bad, the person that we sought for so bad, nine times out of ten, God is trying to protect you from this person because this person is not for you. And the more you try to go against God, oh, he's gonna show you why that person wasn't for you sis so please understand this prude narrative that all of y'all trying to push especially the, good, the goody two shoes of the gay community especially the black gay community they love pushing this narrative oh you want to be married you want the family blah 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 but you out here showing your ass you showing your dick blah 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 last time I checked they can easily get a man hmm. you can't huh? and we move on exactly so I really want to call this, app, this part of the show trigger alert oh, it goes downhill for this segment mm-hmm. I promise you guys I only have three things and they are heavy okay. now I teased on Twitter for quite some time that this was going to be heavy um um I am going to play Rush Roulette, and I'm going to go directly smack dab in the middle of what I have. So this week it came out that Kevin McCall, if you guys don't know who Kevin McCall is, let me give you the backstory. Kevin McCall is a songwriter. He's most noted for his work with Chris Brown on the Fame album. And also he did do some, um, he did like a song or two for Fortune. But the reason why he's a known name is one, the falling out he had with Chris Brown and to his relationship with Eva Marcel or real housewives of Atlanta oh. so this week it that's him okay. uh, so now this week it comes out that um he was in the state of Georgia in the city of Atlanta Atlanta in Latin mm-hmm. He was there, actually. Um, Eva revealed it on the reel. He was there to petition um, the name change of the, the daughter that the two of them share, Marley. Mm-hmm. Eva's oldest child is by Kevin. So... What happened was, not too long ago, Eva revealed that legally they went and changed Marley's name to Sterling Mm -hmm. because everyone in the family has the last name Sterling except her. It was this big debate on social media, and I still feel how I feel. If you're going to sit here and add Sterling onto her name, it should have been hyphenated. You dropped McCall and just gave her Sterling. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Which she's not. Technically, she's a Sterling by marriage, quote-unquote, because it's a stepdaughter. However, that's not her father. So you shouldn't have dropped the name. Now, that's a whole debate and that's a rant in the moment that I'm going to have because she said something problematic. Kevin, on the way to the courtroom, they were in Fulton County. The Atlanta girls know where Fulton County is or what city they possibly went in because Atlanta is weird. Like, I love Atlanta. I frequent there a lot. The way they they section off the counties is confusing as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, the county is one city. It makes no sense. I don't get it. I can be wrong. Whatever may have you. I'm not from there. I visit there a lot, but I'm not from there. Anywho, he was there and he got into a physical altercation with a security guard. Um, supposedly, they're speculating that he threw the security guard down the flight of steps and said, um, my name is God and pushed the security guard down the steps. Now, the whole thing was... Um, Originally, the update from the case came he had to pull, in order for him to be released from prison, he had to um, from jail, excuse me. He had to post a bond of $9,500. Now, because of the fact that he was not able to make <coughs> the actual first payment, I think either he tried to and the payment didn't go through, mm-hmm. um, the judge upped it by another $2,000 to make it 11500 for him to be free. Oh, okay. Now, Eva is guest. Um, hosting this week on The Real so she revealed why he was really there. Now she was specifying that her husband, who's a lawyer, was actually defending her on her behalf. Like if you don't know the backstory between the two of them, she wants nothing at all to do with him. So she went on to say that he was crazy on national television while speaking about him. Huh. Sip, y'all. Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. all now I love Eva Marcel I promise y'all I do but I'm sick of this narrative let's be perfectly clear besides what you did on television almost 15 years ago mm-hmm. you were every time you go in front of an interviewer you're speaking about her father Now you have your experience with her father, and that is your experience. I can't deny it, I wasn't there. However, I'm a male, I'm for both genders, and I will always say that to the death of me. But I firmly believe you should not be the jury in saying that your daughter cannot see her father. Mm. I feel as if that needs to be something that she's gonna have to see for herself, but you cannot be judging jury of whether she can or cannot see her father she needs she has to have whether it takes her to get to a certain age to where she can decipher right from wrong let her experience her father for herself to make that judgment call like i don't want anything to do with him Mm -hmm. i know 10 and 11 year olds that will blatantly tell you i don't even want to see my father they can say that they can sense it You don't have to force the other parent. The child will tell you, but you cannot be judging jury about when she can and cannot see her father. Hmm. That's his parental right that you're blocking from him. He has not seen Marley since she was like what I think like one or two.
2: Hmm.
0: Marley is how I think Marley is like what five or six now. He has not seen her in almost five years. Hmm. So where, like, I, I just I'm so confused it's ways to facilitate her to still see her father. You don't want to explore those options. You want her to believe that Mike is her father and that's not her father. That's her stepfather. You only get one father. And what's going to end up happening is when she gets older, she's going to actually want to know him, know him for herself. Mm -hmm. You can't block her from doing that.
2: Yeah.
0: You can shield her from it as a mother, but you can't block her completely from who her father is. Yeah. At some point, and this is the thing about most reality shows, about reality stars, at some point, your child is going to see this. Yeah, And the way this history was played out, oh, she's definitely going to see it because it's her history. Yeah, this is true. But she's yeah, going find- to it already. Exactly, and she's old enough to have questions at this point. Yeah. I mean, you know, I agree with you in the sense that
1: I've always... I've always been like, when it comes to the relationship between a father and his child, specifically in our community as African-American people, we see a lot of separation between fathers and their children. Mm -hmm. We also see a lot of the mother's hurt being channeled through the child in these acts of not allowing the child to see their, their father or, you know... Pretty much verbally bashing the father figure because the well not father figure, but their father is because of the pain that they have endured from at the at the hands of the father or whatever, right? But I agree with you in the sense that your child is all you can't stop your children from developing a relationship with their father. You can't. You can and I speak from experience because I didn't have my father in my life until well into my teenage years and I actually hated my father for the longest time for his absence for the way that my mom like presented him to me in ways you know I experienced a lot of her pain through her so when you are talking shit about Joe, baby daddy in front of your kids and all that stuff know that your children are taking that in Mm -hmm. but also know that while you're doing that, that is not deterring your children from in the future, reaching out to find out about their fathers on their own. Exactly. So it's, the, it's like, I know it's hard when you are dealing with your emotions from whatever history you have with the father to your children, but you literally have to set yourself aside and allow the child to develop their own relationship with their fathers because if if the man really ain't shit, it's gonna show. Period. It's gonna show. It. Period. I so much and then my thing is, is that from my own experience, I learned so much about myself mm-hmm. from the time that I spent with my dad and I saw the shit that my mother used to say about him, mm-hmm. but it's like you have to allow space for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Holding them from their father's Bad mouthing their fathers, anything like that, doesn't do anything but create confusion, confliction in your children. Like your chi- your children came from two people, allow them to know both parts and develop their own opinions because it's gonna happen regardless. Ugh. And you don't want to be on the tail end of your pain and rage from your child. You don't.
0: This I just thought about this. This whole scroll one is about children. Oh shit! Sidebar. Before we get into the next topic, um, so you saw the video. Um, a lot of us, um, especially our age, you know, Marlon, I'm in, I'm well in my thirties. Marlon's in his forties now. Uh, Bitch, you mother fucking it, all. <laughs> When I get to my 40s, I will gladly wear them,
1: but what you all do is push this card to aisle 12. Marley, Marley, right. I'm alright. still over here with chips. You're not going to put me in frozen now. You're not going to uh, do it. You're going to fucking do it. Marley, it's all right. No, it's
0: not all right. You're It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. You're going to apologize to me
1: right now. You're to do it right now. <laughs> Marley, it's okay. Uh, it's, it's, okay. it's all right. It's all right. Mal- it's all right. It's <laughs> all
0: right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I fucking hate you.
2: <laughs> Shit.
0: Okay, so I don't know the background to this story. However, we can speak on this. Um, there was a video that surfaced um, of a parent enraged with her child. I mean, um, And she went to publicly discipline, a.k.a. spank him and someone was recording. That wasn't no fucking spanking. That was a beating, but okay. Um, yeah, that was a true beating. Sis had belt and all. She was literally beating him outside the school. Now, from what I saw from Jerome, um, he specified that actually someone opened a case after that video and she actually lost custody of her son. I bet she did. Um, now, the video just reminded me of the last of yesterday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say this. Um, and the funny part is she lost custody of her child. Now, I can say, and I can admit it openly, because me and my sister, my young sister, you heard her call as we mm-hmm. get ready to record. We joke all the time at how bad we see to get it as kids. Right. But we never got it in a public setting. We knew how to behave. Now, I ain't going to sit here and lie. I got some thick thighs. But my mom, at a certain age, she had no problem with pinching the hell out of them if I fucked up in public. Mm. Now, especially parent teacher conference, oh no, these thighs were on fire one time. I'm like, oh my God, it hurt the wall from her. Now, we are now in an age where disciplining your child is like, for some odd reason, it's shunned upon And the child now has more power than they did when we were growing up. So, easily they can sit here and be like, oh, I'm going to call Dyfus. Well, Jersey is Dyfus. I don't know about uh, when you were in Chicago. DCFS in Chicago. DCFS. Okay. Here is Dyfus. Department of um, Youth and Family Services. Mm -hmm. So, um, we, mind you, everybody, especially people like you grew up with getting ass open. It, it just never felt. You have some parents that be like, well, I never put my hand on my child. Like, good for you, sis. I got my ass beat. Okay. So for me, the problem that I had was, first of all, this was in public. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like this was the privacy of your home or in your car where, you know, you dis- like you're correcting your child. No, you corrected him right outside the school. And in essence, it kind of showed me that you don't have control of the situation because, number one, any parent I know, oh, you're going to let your child cry to the car because they don't know they done messed up. You ain't going to show it in public. Mm-mm. And I'm like, come on. Mm-mm. Next thing you know, you know. You know. You know. Come on. Mm-mm. You sitting there already crying. Don't don't cry now because you're going to cry later. Let's right. go. Right. Like, never did my parents lose their call in public. Mm-hmm. Never. But the way things are set up now, especially with children having more power and more say-so, because these kids ain't like us. They got mouth. And they use it. They know their voice. Um, Just parents, beat your kids at home. Okay? Beat them at home where there's no witnesses and nobody with no damn camera phones. Walking around with you, watching basically recording you beat your child's ass.
1: Well, see, I am
0: opposed to that. and I'll tell you
1: why. Oh, go ahead. Whenever I have children, there won't be any beating. There won't be? You ain't bringing no badass kids in my ass. You, my children won't be bad, and I'll tell you why. Okay, don't worry. I can go very deep into the parallels between us as African-American people being beaten as slaves and <laughs> bringing <laughs> up that to the, disciplining and all that stuff that we've experienced from generation to generation. Uh, But I'm not going to go that deep. I'm going to go to a space of when you beat your children, when you whoop your children with belts and stuff like that, you are not developing respect. You are disciplining your children to react to fear. Follow me. Whenever you knew you was getting a whooping, whenever you knew that pitch was coming, you were what? I was scared. You were scared, mm. which is what incited the crying, mm. which is what developed that tremble in your stomach,
0: which is what, bitch, I knew I did something wrong, and here it come. Wait, ooh, can I stop the train real quick? So you trying to say that some of us have, like, we developed kind of anxiety from our childhoods? That as well, but stay with me. So you do all of
1: these things and what ends up happening is Uh Uh children learn how to rebel children learn how to be even sneakier children learn how to get around not being subjected to that type of behavior again or that type of treatment again and when you operate through fear what happens in the human body with fear is it ignites your fight or flight. After a while, the fight is going to come. So when your children become teenagers and you try to still do this whole diatribe of beating your kids or what have you, and your kids start swelling up to you and saying, fuck you, I'm not doing shit. Now you sitting here looking stupid and now you're ready to kick them out. It's a vicious cycle that needs to stop. If you want your child to respect you, you don't have to beat them. Because children are already putty in the hands of their parents
2: Uh
1: in the sense that they are looking to you for guidance because they don't have it without you. So as children, you will develop a respect and hurt your child even more, quote unquote, and I use hurt very loosely, Uh with your disappointment in their behavior than to beat them with a belt. Mm -hmm. also in this age that we're in in this digital age of recording and posting shit online and all that stuff you are doing nothing but further traumatizing your kids because that child who is now not even in your custody and put in a system that is
0: set up for them to fail let alone the fact that that system, Jesus I have old stories about that system
1: but it's like that child will be recognized everywhere now. Children already ain't shit. They're terrible. They have horrible mouths and they are bullies. Well. So he's going to have to live with that and also live without you. And now I know she is weeping and wailing somewhere because she don't have a child because she decided to be there. Far be it from me to tell you how to raise your children. But what I'm saying is, as a person that grew up and got opens and got beat, though I didn't get a lot, all it taught me was how not to get caught. All it taught me was resentment for my mother.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All it taught me was I don't fucking want to get beat so I'm going to do it better next time. I believe that you are you are able to have conversations with your children mm-hmm. for them to understand you and for them to respect you. Now granted, if a spanking comes along because sometimes you do need a spanking but that's we have to understand the difference. These beatings with belts, this, socking motherfuckers in their jaw, this. Oh, man, no, I had it. All the verbal abuse, like, calling your child. Who The thing that gets under my skin. I can't stand to hear parents talk to their kids like they people on the street. You nigga and bitching your child, and you ain't shit and fuck you. What the fuck is your problem? What do you... You don't understand. Here's the thing, and I'm going to get off my soapbox. A lot of things that happened to us Mm -hmm. as children and to our parents and our parents' parents as children, we didn't have language for back then. And the reason why it seems like the children have more control now is because we have a language for a lot of the shit that we didn't have the answers to before. A lot of our parents didn't understand why after all these meetings, we was depressed and sitting up in our rooms and not wanting to do nothing. A lot of our parents didn't understand why is my child now afraid of me or why is my child now rebelling against me and don't want to have shit to do with me. I don't want to get beaten. You can talk to me. You're my parent. I I can respect you. I'm living under you. Granted, we we have kids that have their own issues and are badasses and whatever have you, but even that, a lot of it is mental. A lot of it is mental. If you really want to get through your children, you can talk to your kids. You can talk because at the root of it all, and this is my end, at the root of it all, that is a person. Period. That has to grow up to be an adolescent, teenager and an adult. You can talk to them like people because though you brought them into this world, once you bring them in, they really don't owe you shit. Mm. Because that life becomes their own. You are simply there to guide them to their adulthood at that point. Their love and respect from you comes from how you treat them and how you guide them on that journey. But they are still people. And a lot of parents didn't want that shit that they do to their kids, didn't want it done to them. So why would you turn around and traumatize your child with the same trauma that you grew up with? Make it make sense,
0: sis. <sighs> Make
1: it fucking
2: make sense,
0: and I'm out this bitch. Well, um, there's a little other story that enters along the lines of uh, having to damn near lose custody of that child. A lot of you guys are familiar with rapper YG. Um, well, a video has surfaced online via his Insta story, Mm -hmm. his Insta Mm Snatcher, where he looks like Insta Snap. So basically, he opens a drawer in his home and literally pulls out his daughter, pulls out a huge bag of weed. And... She says, he says to her, What is it? Uh, she said, what he said, what's that? She says, broccoli. And she's like, what does it smell like? Broccoli. His daughter looks like she is about six or seven. Mm-hmm. Or I could be going a little higher, i like say even four or five. Now, of course a lot of people have backlash over this. Right. Here's my thing. You can't be that fucking stupid. (laughs) What you put it on social media that she pulled out a bag of weed in your house and asked what is it? She says broccoli. First of all, she's touching, technically legal or not, that is drug paraphernalia. How about it? You have it recorded that she is touching drug paraphernalia smelling drugs and you put it on your insta story it's now deleted but we are in the age of the internet someone recorded it already and guess what it's on twitter there you go now everyone is like you 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 can't you cannot be serious i'm like this is rappers for you they love doing problematic shit like this. They love trying to be above the law. They really fucking do. And it's like, you, you are old enough to know better. Let alone have it to where she can even touch it. To where she can touch the weed. While we're triggered, let's go to the final topic at hand. And I think you know where this is about to go. <sighs> there is a noted um, rapper from the Atlanta. Um, his name is uh, Clifford Harris. Better known as TI. Oh God.
1: Okay. All right. All right.
0: Drake 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 your drink. Cause it's time. Oh, it is time. This week, um, Clifford took his heat ass, sexist double standard having ass down to the Ladies Like Us podcast. One of the hosts of the Ladies Like Us podcast is Miguel's wife. You probably didn't know this. No. So don't know how it got to this to- how I got to this topic, but TI lets the ladies know that he goes with his second youngest daughter, Deja, to her yearly gynecologist appointment. He goes with her to said gynecologist appointment for one reason, and one reason only. He goes with her to ensure that her hymen is intact. Now, Marlon, you, you, you're pretty knowledgeable. You have, you have sense. It's pretty common. You know, not a lot of people have it. And you actually might have paid attention in biology class. Um, can you tell the listeners exactly other ways besides sexual activity that a woman's hymen can be broken? I can't even tell
1: you, but I can tell you that shit is a fucking myth. And that people should Oh God. Listen. This knuckle drag Neanderthal mentality that you motherfuckers have is just tiring. It's appalling. And I'm sick of it. I'm it's fucking double sick of standard it. Light. And I'm pissed that T.I. is a fellow Libran and acting like he ain't got no goddamn sense, sir. Oh no, it gets
0: better. It gets better. Mm. There are several ways that a woman's hymen can actually be broken. Educate the children. A car accident. A simple fall. Oh. Riding a horse. Mm. Riding a bike. Oh. Riding on a motorcycle. Oh. These are all ways that a woman's hymen can be broken without sexual activity. Sorry to inform you that yes, there are other ways that the female's hymen can be broken. But believe it well enough to switch a verse to pull out a receipt. A receipt bitch. They pulled out a receipt of King on T.I. and Tiny's family and friends hustle, admitting that he would have that he was sexually active. And he said nothing. Of course, because so you mean to tell me that you can police your daughter's vagina. But not your son's penis. I'm not done. But yet, you can't even police your own dick. How about that? You've cheated on your wife how many times? You've groped how many asses? She almost left your ass. But yet, you are worried if your youngest daughter is having sex. Your younger, one of your younger daughters.
1: Why? Why? Why?
0: Let me ask. He don't want her to meet nobody like him. That's why. You know, Nas said it in a song, and it was the truth. God gives back the players of the world by having them have precious little girls. Hmm. If you miss the logic behind that line from Daughters, Hmm. it is one of the best Nas lines ever. Because it is really what it is meant to be. It is karma. It is fucking karma.
1: And again, I say, you trying to implement these false securities on your children does nothing zero at all to stop them from living their journey Uh, as a human mm. on this earth. She could be fucking and sucking right now and ain't broke shit. And your ass would never know because you are so convinced from this old wives tale that the minute y'all go together one day and you find out that our hymen is broken, that she lost her virginity.
0: Sir, they get your sons to have sex left and right, and you won't give a fuck. Exactly. So but what exactly I'm is sure. your issue?
1: What are you trying to prevent? Answer that one. What is it, what, what exactly do you do you hope to achieve by hawking down her vulva every time she goes to the gynecologist? What do you hope to achieve? What, what are you trying to say to her? Nothing but. <laughs> She gonna get out a little coochie.
0: Then what? She could be gay. She could be. Then she what? Be she could be a lesbian. She could be pansexual. She could be so many different things. She could be a lot. But you, sir, thinking that going to the kind of houses is gonna stop her from fucking is not. I can tell you right now, the strictest parents when it comes to sex raise the biggest freaks. The biggest
1: freaks. Especially because you being all strict on sex when you was all freak out yourself.
0: You was a freak hoe. let's not mention the fact that you have how many children and how old or young are they and how long were you supposedly with tiny some of them are younger than your actual relationship before the two of you got married and and let me stick something in here real quick in in case y'all didn't know pun intended
1: Ho is hereditary
0: Ho is hereditary repeat it one more time for the children
1: it's hereditary. If you was a hoe, if your mama was a hoe, you probably a hoe, too.
0: It's all right. Want to know how I know? Because I was a hoe. A hoe. I'm, I'm a hoe.
1: And my daddy was a hoe.
0: He was a hoe.
1: And my mama had some hoe tendencies.
0: I mean, our parents have hoe tendencies. They raise hoes.
1: the fuck out of here. We got grandmamas and granddaddies. That was hoes.
0: Openly and willingly, hoe is sense. hereditary. So you trying to stop it don't mean shit because it's ingrained in the system. You gonna hoe it's gonna ha- you's gonna happen. You gonna be a Especially,
1: hoe. Especially, oh my god, you are.
0: You gonna hoe? You
1: your children have literally watched you be unfaithful to their mother. Literally, it is everywhere. They can see it everywhere. It ain't like they don't know what makes you think that they are not gonna follow down the same path again. Children, you know what? I'm going to take you somewhere for a quote that comes from one of the icons of our lifetime. Oh, I'm going to take you from the book of Prince. Oh, come on. And Prince <laughs> gave me this really profound line that I like to bring up all the time. If you <clears throat> go and listen to a nice little ditty called Sexuality on the Controversy album, there's a line where he says, Children aren't bad from the beginning. They only imitate their
0: atmosphere. That's only a gym can give you some shit like that. Okay, I'm gonna let you chew on that. (laughs) Think about that. (laughs) The fuck out of here. Again, children don't understand. So, since this whole episode has come in a backlash, which was widely wild on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook, um, the ladies issued a formal apology, and they have deleted the episode with T.I.
2: Hmm.
0: So, I can gladly let you guys know. They apologized and they said their initial reaction was basically just their reaction in the moment. They felt Mm -hmm. awful about it, and they just decided to remove the episode. There you go. Well, I think we both had enough triggering for one day. Um, it's time for Marlon to pour some more into this cup. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right the entire what back? But fuck back? See ya, be right back. Yeah, I had to go refill that good old cup, but while we're here, thank you so much for your continued support for the actual podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, please continue to like, which means you actually like what you heard, rate, it helps us get us up with the rankings, especially with Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, which means you download. don't miss an episode. And share it with your friends. Would you like to keep in contact with the actual conversation going on even after the podcast is released? And yes, I do check my social media handles on the regular. For Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it is WRYH Podcast. Once again, it is WRYH Podcast. I'm also looking to collaborate with other podcasters. Would you like to be on this show? Would you want me on yours? Fine. Email me at WRYHpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is WRYHpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for your continued support. And let's get back to the show. I'm pretty sure my cup is full by now. I was in blue. Oh, no. <laughs>
2: I, can't with you. I was in a club. Oh, oh no.
0: Okay. <laughs> we back. Host. we back. It's time for a thread. Mm-hmm. Y'all got that. Mad. Made a bed. <laughs> he is full of the tunes today, baby.
1: I am. Alright, y'all. So, welcome to the thread. Yeah. We're about to pull out of this dock and get into it real quick. Oh so, god,
0: he's a, he has
1: the boat. You know. So Monty was like, you know. I like the way you do this thread
2: thing. Yeah.
1: It's
0: inspiring.
1: I like how you do this thread thing. So, you, you go ahead you know, put on your captain's hat and jump in the boat one more time.
0: So, that's a, that's There's no do say involved in this. None.
1: None. I
0: wish there was. But none. I um, wish there were too. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually overdue for some Hennessy in my life. Mm. So
1: I wanna to talk to y'all oh, today. Okay. About something <laughs> that the gays love to do. They really, really, really love to you. And it goes beyond gays actually most times, but I just find it very interesting that it's even an issue, it's even a topic of discussion, it's even a pseudo problem. Yet here we are, cause who raised you, fucking hoes? Literally, every day. Today we're gonna talk about bottom shaming (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's go. Start this. Shit, bitch. I'm all in. I done punch the fuck in, bitch. I am ready and I am on. Motherfucking time. Let's go. Lonnie said he is reporting
1: for duty because he is ready and waiting.
0: Mother bottom is here. Let's talk about
1: it. Let's go. So, you know, I figure at the table with our bottom and you got your resident verse here. Yeah. We can get into this topic in an unbiased way. As we always should be able to do so. Exactly. Um, For those of you that might not be familiar with what
0: bottom shaming
1: is. Please give them the definition. So, as a bottom being on the receiving end of sexual intercourse. Between two men. Between two men. Mm-hmm. We're often shamed for being said position in the bedroom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, one would say, why would you shame someone that is an integral part? It's an important part. An important part. A part that without them would not be sexual intercourse. Why would you shame them? What would be the reasoning? What would be, why, what, what where's the logic behind that?
0: You can't get a nut without a bottom.
1: You know, and there still is no answers because you hoes is still doing it. Mm-hmm. And I've come to address it today, because it's fucking dumb. So, talk about it. There are millions of questions surrounding this topic, but I'm going to start off here.
2: hmm
1: When, if ever, I know that we both have. Okay. okay. Did you first experience bottom shaming? Oof. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Oof. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Yeah,
1: off? When did you first experience it?
0: Shit, shit. Um. Oh my god, you really have me thinking. Yeah.
1: Maybe it wasn't even directed towards
0: you. Like, when was the
1: first time that you noticed it? You were like, "Bitch, what? What?
0: Huh?" I went. I've been. By, you know what the craziest part is, and I may be jumping ahead of his um actual course. Mm-hmm. I've experienced bottom shaming because of my stats. I think that's when I first realized... Get into that. Give me more.
1: Give me more. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: So, the thing is, and a lot of people will slut shame bottoms Mm -hmm. because you have bottoms like myself. I'm over six feet tall. Um, I am not a toothpick in any way, shape, or form, and that does not mean I'm also a gym rat. However... Because of these stats, and of course, because you know I'm a part of the plus size committee. You be juicy juicy juicy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what happens is everyone thinks, and they have it in their mind that a bottom is supposed to be this little petite boy mm-hmm. who probably weighs all of 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. He is short at best. He might be five, seven, five, eight and he has like the fattest ass mm-hmm. in reality no mm-hmm. so what ends up happening is a lot of people with bottom shame because they see a bottom he might be tall he might be a little on the plus side he might be a little too skinny or he might just be a muscle head mm-hmm. and they'll be like but you're a bottom though mm-hmm. and that's the way they look at it they're like oh but you won't use your dick sis who said I don't <laughs> That part. That entire motherfucking part, bitch. Jumping ahead. So my thing is I experienced it because of my stats. That was the first time I ever experienced it. Okay. Doesn't answer your question.
1: Okay. For me, I didn't get direct bottom shaming because even though I started off bottoming, I've always been versatile. Um but I I recognized like when I started going out to clubs and stuff like that,
0: how Talk about it. Oh. Come on, come on, and talk about Being it. Being around the bush queens, child, the girls, the girls, the girls, all the for the chi- for the children that are not a part of the community. Please define a bush queen. Bush queen is basically
1: a gay man that has both masculine and feminine tendencies.
0: Hey, sis.
1: Period. It's fluid. Bush queen. Butch! Um. So, <clears throat> but you would always hear like, oh, she a bottom child. Like it was always this very disrespectful undertone and bottom became like this adjective that as soon as you heard it there was a visual that came with it mm-hmm. bottom was bottom was always equated with being messy with mm-hmm. being flamboyant mm-hmm. with being feminine with being loud with being um nasty be, with being with being a slut, would be, it was like it had all
0: of these different connotations to it. Even though all of them are true as fuck.
1: Depending on the person. Okay, okay. Because there's a lot of tops like that too, but we'll get into that later. Um. So, it was just always like this negative connotation around being a bomb. And being a verse man, that in turn put me in this space where I was not comfortable flaunting the bottom side of me.
0: So, and this is a sidebar, so mm-hmm. then when it came to either sexually or romantically, who did you pref- who 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 did you end up preferring?
1: Now, here's the thing. Regardless to me not um, openly expressing my bottom side or anything like that. Okay. Marlon has always been a verse man. hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you might have started out strict something with me, but you didn't leave strict nothing. Because I have a full playground and I like to play with all of my toys. Ooh, foreshadow for a story that I got after all of this. So, you know, there was no, oh, I flocked more towards this, than the third, but harkening back to a previous episode where we talked about actually last week's episode where we talked about how back then masculine was it
0: oh yes (laughs) so it was
1: like anything other than that was not even it was not acceptable it wasn't desirable and i look back and think about as open as i am now and very i've grown more and more fluid as time has progressed but back then being, like, so deeply rooted and, like, surrounded by all of that, oh, all we want is masculine energy. And I'll look at, like, my exes. A lot of them were pseudo-masculine, very unclockable, kind of. Um, though I had a couple of boyfriends that were not, I've never dated anybody hyper-masculine. Because mm-hmm. I just, I I, I can't. Girl, you don't like the babe. I, I can't. You don't like the babe. You don't like to put on a coat. I, I can't. like Because, first of all, no. And second of all, no. Oh, um, so... You don't like put on a That's what it was. So, yeah. So, that's what that was for me. But I, it's just really interesting because... Let it out. Bottom just runs so fucking deep. It's, um, it's disgusting. And it kind of takes me into my next part, my next question that I want to pose is... How does the disrespect and disregard of femininity play a part in bottom chain? Yeah, I'm taking you deep. I'm taking you deep. <laughs> All right. Let's
0: just go there. All right. So Marlon is digging into the structure you know of the gay relationship. Let's get to the root. the root of the issue at hand. So, what ends up happening is. Uh, When it comes to dating within the community, you have the top and, in essence, you have the bottom. We're just going to take verse out of it for a hot hot second in time. You have the bottom, you have the top. Now, the top is always viewed as the man of the relationship. He is the person that is supposed to be the provider, the protector, Like, if the two of you live together, he's supposed to be the one fronting, like, the important bills, like the rent, probably even the energy so that way you keep the fucking lights on. Like, they are literally supposed to be the foundation of the relationship. And then you have the bottom, who is supposed to be the feminine one. Um, he's the one that basically gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. Just about he cooks, he might clean, he um, all the things that basically a woman would do. Mm-hmm. So in essence, they when you think of a bottom, you think of someone that is supposed to be feminine. As time progressing, you can attest to this. Now you find now that you find a lot of masculine men that are actually bottoms. And then you find on the flip coin is you're starting to see more tots being hyper feminine hmm so which is the craziest and most backwards thing I've ever seen in my life hmm. it's crazy I'm like
1: hmm. uh, I'll it a minute but keep going
0: if you, I know damn well you didn't see you know me. I'm
1: getting into this topic so
0: just keep it going. That's exactly what they want. So, that's a marvelous question at hand. They have this idea in their head where the bottom is supposed to be feminine. In their head, the bottom is supposed to be the feminine one. Mm. And if we should always be the feminine one. Mm. Baby, I don't like perfume. <laughs> I don't go to when I go to, bath body, when I go to Bath Body Works I don't go to the regular scent I go straight to the men's section
2: mm-hmm.
0: none of my clothes are lace mm-hmm. okay I look like a dude I, I may sit here and have a lint wrist from time to time other than that but please note and understand I don't fit into the feminine category mm-hmm. I, I just you know I'm very butch but a queen <laughs>
1: Now, the reason why I brought up this question is because, y- y'all know me, Father D. I-, I go a little bit beyond the veil.
0: It's the air sign in him, it's fine. It's what we do.
1: When I say that phrase, disrespect of the feminine, I want you to go a little bit deeper. I want you to really think about that, and I'm going to tell you where I get that. Society does not respect the feminine. Don't.
0: At all. At fucking all.
1: When we think feminine, we think soft, we think dainty, we think fragile, we think weak, uh, we think subservient, we think serving, we think passive, we think all of these things that are beneath, quote unquote, the masculine. Wish, because of that. I wish a bitch would. And because outside of the LGBTQIA community and sometimes inside, but I won't touch you guys just yet. A lot of y'all still carrying that flag. Um, they view sex between two men as us trying to imitate cishet relationships. Thus the infamous who's the boy, who's the girl question. Excuse me. Oh. That folks still might be getting for your great grandma or your Amy or whoever. That question is so fucking annoying. It's so annoying. The way that that plays into bottom shaming is that if, according to your mind frame, my position in the bedroom is on the receiving end of intercourse, then immediately I'm considered weak. I'm considered submissive. Mm -hmm. I'm considered subservient. I'm Mm -hmm. considered demure. I'm considered all of these things. I'm considered a sissy. I'm considered a faggot. I'm considered a lot of shit. But all of it is negative connotations.
0: Negative as fuck.
1: There is nothing... There is nothing... That is really praised about the feminine, uh-huh. specifically as it pertains to feminine men.
0: Uh-huh. Stay with me. I'm here.
1: Feminine men, trans women, have I ironically always been on the front lines of our liberation as LGBTQ people.
0: We would not have a pride if it was not for trans women, if it was not for feminine men. We would not have gay pride at all.
1: There are a lot of rights. There are a lot of a whole lot of everything that we wouldn't have if it were not for the feminine, be it feminine men, be it trans women, be it lesbians, because they jump on the front line a lot as well. Mm hmm. We would not have a lot if it worked for them. So this whole ideology behind the feminine being weak and unworthy and beneath is just fucking stupid, but it adds to the bottom shaming because society sees us as men and we're supposed to be this super hyper masculine, macho, take no shit, angry, emotionless motherfuckers. So that pours over into our communities and puts it in a space where if we are proudly proclaiming that our position in the bedroom is on the receiving end, then we're automatically minus. It's stupid!
0: Stop it! That's cute! But it's wrong! If you yell at me one more goddamn time in this bitch. It's fucking wrong. If you yell at me one more time. The hmm. chicleta is going to go inside hmm. your damn head.
1: Next question. Are you ready? No on. Because I'm coming. No pun intended. Not intended. How does preference play a part in your own
0: bottom chain? Okay. Chew on that. I ain't got to chew on it. Hmm. Um, first and foremost, let's be perfectly clear about my preference. Go on. Um, I know where you're going with this. Uh I foresee the route. Oh, I see the route. Drive down the road, child. Drive down the road. And I'm not doing this today. Um, this is a wonderful episode. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You're gonna fucking do it. Excuse the hell out of me. You're gonna do it. You're not gonna talk to me like that. Cause we're here. We're what? We're here. We're not. I left. My Uber is outside, mm. and I'm leaving. No. You're here. I'm leaving you're this place. It's the ghetto here. <laughs> <laughs> First sorry. of all, okay, let's get realistic. Okay. Um, my preference. I'm sorry, but call me crazy. I'm not gay because it just looks good on a resume.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm gay because I like testosterone. I like masculinity. I bathe and crave in those things. Mm-hmm. Um does that mean I'm not opposed to bending it I actually dated someone briefly that was not masculine okay. at all. Awesome. I actually tested the waters and went against what my said preference would be.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm Mm Okay, nice. I commend you because there are not many bottoms that would go outside of the atypical looking for the typically masculine man. The reason why I brought that question up is because more often than not, the things that are thrown upon us mm-hmm. we often add into in our own actions and we don't even realize it. Mm. Because there are a lot of which is why I chuckled earlier when you brought up the topic of feminine tops. Mm-hmm. Because the reality of the matter is, is that be ye masculine or feminine it holds no merit over what your preference is sexually. Mm. Period. You can be, which is why it, this double standard just keeps rolling, because how is it okay for us to have, how is it okay for masculine bottoms to be praised? Everybody wants this, this like straight acting, straight appearing, thugged out, super macho masculine bottom. So you're trying to tell me that that's okay preferred, But the minute someone that is feminine says they are a top, you can't fucking believe it. It's bullshit. Make it make sense, sis. Don't make sense. And it's just like, that don't make sense. As a versatile man, it strikes a nerve with me because... The entire gay community has this running late ass joke about versatile equaling bottom. Oh
0: Drive this boat, bitch. Drive this boat. Drive it. I see where you going. I want you to drive. Let me take you there. And it it really is
1: a a, a crock of shit because y'all sound just like these motherfuckers out here, specifically women, let's just go there, cishet women, let's just go there, that will say um, if a man explores his sexuality and decides to have sex with another man, or if he is in fact Bisexual or pansexual, the fact that he has any type of sexual intercourse or interaction with men makes him automatically gay and nothing else.
0: Didn't we had this conversation when Tank had that whole? We did. Mm-hmm.
1: And here we are, a fucking end. Round two, bitch. Because it's the same shit. Y'all sound stupid. Round. Respect people's preferences. Respect people's sexual proclivities and their journeys. Get the fuck out of here. Like how? What? I don't understand. I don't understand it. It does not make sense. Like, you stop, first of all. First of all. (laughs) Because I I know, this is a versatile rant. I know and have experienced and come across Mm -hmm. bottoms who will not have sex with or any type of dealings with versatile men. If you done had some dick before or if you want dick, I don't want it. No, thank you. If you've been fucked before, then you can't fuck me. Go in a rat. How do you sound? How do you sound? Because what you don't know is some of the best dick you probably gonna get is from a verse. It's from a verse man. Why do you ask? <laughs> because, much like motherfuckers say, you know, gay men suck dick better. Why do you ask?
0: we're men. We know what it feels like. We know what we want. It's like a woman saying that women, that's like a woman saying a chick eats a pussy better than a dude. Why do you say? Because she's obviously had her vagina ate by another woman. before. How about likes that? The feeling. It's like the same thing with a man. As a woman knows how a vagina feels and what might be a spot or a trigger for women, it's the same thing with men. You have certain men that actually prefer that the just that you just focus on the head, and you have some men that prefer you focus on the shaft. You have some men that focus prefer you to focus on the sack. Hmm. Get into it, bitch. That's it. Get into it. That's it. Get into it. I need you all to like. Open your minds. And the crazy part is, and this is a sidebar, the crazy part of the whole situation is the minute that you get out of, and this is from my fellow bottoms, the minute you get out of thinking, and I speak from experience, the minute you get out of thinking that, oh, I'm just going to find this top and we're going to be so happy and this, that and the third and everything's going to be fine. That shit gets boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to inform you. That shit gets so fucking boring. Imagine being with a man that only wants to penetrate you. Hmm. He does not want to do anything. Now we're taking out the specifics of tops, that means I'm taking out the strict I'm gonna put this in a roll of a straight top, I'm not even gonna put this in oral. Like you know you know what this is going A from. strict top, no touch me,
1: no nothing. Just give me the ass and keep it moving.
0: That is a boring ass top. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that...
0: Unless you're into that sort of thing, cause there are some bottoms out here. Nah, fuck that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be problematic and toxic for a moment. <laughs> that is boring. Give me a, first and foremost, I am, and this is to my this is not to shame us at all. Because I speak as mother. You have two tops that you would want to go after, and that's because they are the literally the best tops. And I'm gonna tell you the two. Are you ready? I'm ready. The first top that you should really try to go after, sis, is an oral top. A oral top is fun because, number one, they realize that that mouth has to be used in the front. Jesus in the front. There's power in the mouth. And in the back. Power. If he, I'm going to give y'all a pep talk. It's time for us to have a prep rally in this mm-hmm, bitch. Mm-hmm. If he tells you, and this is just, and women will tell you the same thing that ladies go for you too. Hmm. If he ain't eating you cheating. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. Don't ever get with somebody that feels like they're too good to please you just because you please them. If you feel as if you don't have to do nothing but just provide penis, you ain't got to do the extremities, get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) Lose my number. You are blocked. No, ma'am. I didn't get mine. You got yours so you good. But I didn't get mine. There's nothing worse than a selfish motherfucker. I didn't get mine. Listen, And you walking out the door. Mm-hmm. You putting your clothes back on. Mm-hmm. We not done.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is not over. Oh, shit. No, a, and let me told you something, Bottoms. Especially as we get to my girls that like to use the front. Hmm. There's nothing... And I mean nothing Mm. better Mm -hmm. than a verse top. Sip on that. I want you to sip on it. And I'm going to tell you why, girl. Now, the thing that I don't let a lot of people know, and this is story time, what I don't let a lot of people know is I identify as a bottom. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the grand scheme of things, I'm technically verse bottom. Now, I'm going to tell you why, and you're going to chuckle. Come on. So, back in 2013? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about 23, 2012, 2013, the end of 2012, going to 2013, I had my first real relationship. Okay. Um, Just so happens, I was in a real relationship with a verse, a full verse, not leaning toward top, not leaning toward bottom, straight lane verse. So, the issue came into play with us, and one of the biggest factors as to why we ended was I was not willing to basically be full-blown verse. Mm -hmm. And why is because I don't feel the urge to stop. Okay. Like, it's a very rare once-in-a-blue occurrence to me. Mm -hmm. When you're with a verse, a verse does not know... They don't pick sides. It's one straight lane of however they feel. But if you're stuck on one side of the spectrum, meaning I'm a bottom or I'm a top, you in a verse, nine times out of 10, might not make it because of the fact that you're stuck in one role. Now, the funny part was after we broke up, I learned the power of the front. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I learned the power of the front. Now, the thing is, what a lot of people don't understand is, it's still not something that I do often. Okay. It happens time to time. Mm-hmm. But it's not to sit here and be like, oh, you should just, oh, you like, that means you're a first bottle. No, sis, I'm still a bottle. Hmm. I prefer. Right. I prefer the back. Right. Walk in my back door. Pick up what I'm putting down. Hey. Now, it's not to say I don't top. Like, I would never sit here and be like, oh, I'm going to consider being full top. No, you're not. I'm not refusing one of those people that you forced to be versatile. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. OK, I like it in the back. Okay. OK, I like the back door. It's a fun place to be. <laughs> now, he brought up bottom shaming because the funny part is a lot of bottoms will shame other bottoms of what they do and how they act. That's right. At the end of the day, we all host. Every single person you walk past on the street, every person that you befriend is a hoe. That's it. Let's be perfectly clear. They may not be a hoe for you, but they're a hoe in real life. But somebody, it's somebody, we all don't want to admit it, but there's one person in our phone. If they call, if they text, you're going to drop whatever the fuck you doing and run. Why? Because you miss that thing. You want that thing. It's probably been a while. It might be on a frequent basis, but at the end of the day, that's the one person that you know that you're sexually attracted to. And you cannot help it. You can't. So you can't sit here and be like, oh, try and bottle shame other people or slut shame anybody because at the end of the day, we're all sluts. We all came here from sex. Hell, all of us have sex. Your grandmama, your mama, your daddy. Your great auntie, all of them, they had sex at one point in their life for you to be here. That's it. So you can't sit here and say, "Oh, I don't want to do something. I don't want to sleep with so and so," because they're about them, mm-hmm. sis. You gonna get your life and stop playing. That's it. You gonna get it. You gonna get it. That's it. That's all. That's all I got. All right. You know I'm not doing this today. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to be slush-shaming on my watch. Listen, y'all oh my all hoes to me. We're going to pull this boat into the
1: dock. He's done. Thank y'all for taking this journey
0: with me. I mean, we didn't die. No, we I mean, didn't die. We didn't die. You weren't going to die. You should. You weren't going to die. I felt my life flash by my eyes. <laughs> <sighs> oh, oh Jesus. us... Oh, God, I'm not ready.
1: Why don't you give us... I'm not ready. ...a Bottoms Mental Health tip today.
0: Ooh, okay. I like the switch you put on it today. That was, you know what?
1: Ooh, you got a down. For Go ahead.
0: <sighs> Ooh, I got a good one, and you might, and you just finished your last drink. Give it to me. Just because, of he, just because you're a size queen, doesn't mean that he won't make you scream.
2: Come on, Let's come on. talk about it. Everyone that knows
0: me personally knows I am what you would consider to be "quote unquote" size queen, but I'm also an advocate for knowing your body. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can run into the average Joe. Mm-hmm. You might even run somebody that's a little under, well endowed, mm-hmm. or average, and nine times out of ten they can have you in that room sitting here clenching sheets, eyes closed, clenching, screaming for the heavens. And you don't know why this newfound liquid is forming from your body and you never felt it before. Or you feel that good old heat and you ain't never felt this type of heat before. Bitch, that's because he is giving it to you. Listen. Mm. Just, and I've dealt with men that have been well endowed. That has literally disappointed me. Mm. I've dealt with men that are average size that I cried.
2: Hey, Uh
0: so I say all that to say this: just because you are a size queen doesn't mean that he won't make you scream. You I I be trying, be you tr- know. Did that. You know, i be trying. I'll be I'll be trying. I'll be trying. i be I trying. Like I be I trying. All Marlon, right. Do you have... Nope. mm Nope. Marlon. Mm-hmm. Why don't you get the verses of mental health tips? Uh, I you? was hitting right there for you. I was right behind you.
1: Ooh. <sighs> Tell my verses out there. And I'm going to apologize to some of y'all because... I was, at one point in my life, I was never on that train of verse top verse bottom. I didn't really understand it because I'm a strict verse, but I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. Everybody got their something.
0: going on, talk about it.
1: Don't let nobody tell you about your shit. Mm, that, I,
0: that, that's layered.
1: Don't let nobody tell you about your shit. That's layered. Unpack. Let, let me just... Code in, flip the top. Let's open this up. Thank you. A lot of motherfuckers like my entire young queer life Mm -hmm. people have always took the jab that if you versus are you just the undercover bottom? No sis I'm not. I mean always a bottle it's always a bottle. What watch, your mouth. Watch your, watch mouth. your mouth watch your mouth watch your mouth, mouth. It's always about, but that's fine watch that's your mouth fine. Marlon watch your mouth see someone didn't learn anything from our talk today that's fine <laughs> I will hurt you <laughs> it's simply not true don't be mad at me because I can throw it from back in front alright don't be mad at me because I enjoy both don't be mad at me because when you get with me And you are able to ride the swings, the slide. You can go across the monkey bars. You can do the tire swing. You can do the motherfucking seesaw. You can throw some wood chips over here, over there. You can go and run through the water. Don't get mad because this playground is full. Don't let nobody tell you about your
0: shit. I'm not done. You better correct that. You better fucking correct Don't let it. nobody tell you about your shit. You better right? correct this shit right the Because the head.
1: fluidity is real, and you can be fluid, and you can do everything. Flex your motherfucking muscles, my verse, out there. All of my verse motherfuckers out there, from here to there, from, to everywhere. Don't let nobody tell you about your shit. You are a complete package. Stand up in your shit. Own your shit. And when they start talking shit... Give them the day. That's it. Show them what they're missing. With that full playground you got. All right. I mean, I like the seesaw. That's fine. We got that too. What you want to do? We
0: got the seesaws. Anywho, (laughs) are you done with the dramatic? I'm quite done. Thanks. Thank you for driving the boat in the direction toward the end of the episode. I appreciate you. Mm, love you. Mean mm, it. Mm. Don't worry. He'll have another one for you guys next week. Mm, mm, um, mm. Thank you guys for tuning <laughs> in. Um, do we have any um, church announcements this week? I ain't got, you got Um, I am in the process of currently booking the end of the season. Um, I have one guest locked and loaded. Um, However, for the hotels episode, I am per se looking for someone that is of the community, that is a person that does amateur porn. When I say amateur porn, that means only fans, just for fans, or Connect Pile. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys hear this far into the episode, feel free to de- um, to either DM us on Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. or email. I love the feedback. I want to try and schedule it for this month, um, possibly. Um, other than that, that's all I got the YouTube. I'm working to try and get it together so I can upload the actual videos. Y'all know how much work went into that shit, baby. The audio version is easier than having to upload it to a video form and upload it to YouTube. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that being said, thank you guys so much tuning in for another week of our shenanigans. I have yelling to do it, Marlin.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he ain't yelling at me, y'all. He loves me. I will yell at you when I see the fuck fit. Oh, You're gonna get this lit. Oh gosh. Love you. Don't worry, my chocolate does go inside his head. I'll see (laughs) y'all next week.
2: Bye y'all. Bye!